0: This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 247, Life Habits to Improve Your Writing by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. And I am your host and narrator here. My name is Dan, and I'm here every single day, including weekends and holidays, reading to you from some of the very best blogs that we can find that cover entrepreneurship, freelancing, and more. And today's post is from Joshua Becker of Becoming Minimalist, as I mentioned, and uh, you're gonna recognize his name if you're a listener of Optimal Living Daily. I'll tell you a little bit more about that after the post, but let's get right to it now as we start optimizing your life. Life Habits to Improve Your Writing by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. Quote, It seems to me that those songs that have been any good I have nothing much to do with the writing of them. The words have just crawled down my sleeve and come out on the page. Joan Baez. When Becoming Minimalist first began, I had little writing experience. Other than school assignments, articles for a company newsletter, personal letters, and emails, I had little experience with the written word. But as of today, I've written over 500 posts for this blog. I've become a regular contributor to one of the highest-rated organizing websites, Organizing Your Way. And I have written two books, Simplify, a number one best-selling book on Amazon, and Inside Out Simplicity, which has sold over 5,000 copies. One of the reasons for the success in writing is because I have become far more thoughtful and intentional about which habits benefit my life and which detract from it. I have learned to establish healthy life habits that improve my overall life and make the process of writing easier. This process has both made me a better writer and has made the discipline of writing more enjoyable. These are the life habits that I incorporate to improve my writing. One, waking early. I have found that my best writing happens early in the morning between five and 8 a.m. The house is quiet, my mind is slower, and the busyness of the day is yet to begin. As a result, the words flow with less effort. As a side note, I was not always an early riser. When I first began developing this habit, my trick was pretty simple. I would smile, put my feet on the floor, and look out the nearest window. It took some effort at first, but after a couple weeks, my sleeping habits had adjusted and I would never go back to sleeping in late. Two, running. I have written countless articles jogging along the side of the road in my neighborhood. Because I rarely run with music, running provides quietness and opportunity to think. The blood is flowing and my mind is free to wander. Some of my best ideas have come during the longest runs of my life. Interestingly enough, lifting weights rarely has the same effect. It's only running. Three. Reading. I prefer biographies. They challenge me and inspire me to make the most of my life. But it doesn't matter if I'm reading fiction or nonfiction, books or magazines, something good or something bad. Reading always produces better writing. Good writers are almost always good readers. Four, eating protein for breakfast. While I am not a nutritionist, I did learn early in life that protein for breakfast makes me more productive. It gives me better memory, sharper thoughts, and longer concentration. As a result, I have eaten two eggs and one piece of toast at breakfast for as long as I can remember. The whole process, cooking, eating, and cleaning, takes me approximately 15 minutes and always starts my day off right. Five, drinking coffee. There is a reason coffee is one of the highest consumed beverages in the world. While the stimulant of caffeine certainly helps coffee make an appearance on this list, it seems there is something that can't be beat about just the whole experience of sipping a fine cup of coffee. It adds pleasure and richness to my day. And at the age of 36, it still makes me feel like a grown-up when I drink it. Six, finding solitude. There is a direct correlation between the intentionality in my life and the amount of time I spend in solitude. By electing to intentionally withdraw from human relationships for a period of time, I am able to reevaluate the assumptions, claims, and messages of our culture. Solitude provides an opportunity to rediscover my life, and these new discoveries often find themselves into my writing. With that as the backdrop, there's no wonder why Leo Babauta called it the number one habit of highly creative people. Seven, changing my environment. Whether it be writing in a local coffee shop, at the library, in a bookstore, or outside in the summer, changing my environment almost always provides a fresh look at the words on the screen. The new environment encourages new connections and synapses in the brain that help stimulate the writing process. Eight, attending a religious service. I have always embraced spirituality. I have found that it inspires me to think beyond the physical aspects of our everyday life and search for deeper meaning in the world around us. Going to church causes me to intentionally think about issues of the heart and soul. And because of that, it almost always pushes me further in my writing. Nine, using pen and paper. While the actual words of posts, articles, interviews, and books are always written on a keyboard, most of them are brainstormed and outlined on a piece of paper. I prefer one blank sheet of paper and one black pen. By the end of the outlining process, it is always marked with words, arrows, circles, numbers, and scribbles but the marked up sheet of paper provides the perfect first step and foundation for putting the actual words on a finished product. 10. Traveling Traveling provides an opportunity to experience new people, places, languages, foods, and customs. It has allowed me to see life from a new angle and appreciate different aspects of it. I've had the privilege to experience a number of different countries and cultures over my short lifetime. Each of them has made me a better person and a better writer. And number 11, setting goals. In all walks of life, goals move me and shape me. Whether it be running a marathon, finishing a book, or planning a party for 10,000 subscribers, goals always provide an added dose of motivation and momentum to my writing. When I have a desirable and achievable end goal in mind, my writing always benefits, and when I don't, it suffers. I have found these 11 life habits to be the most helpful and instrumental in my writing process. As a matter of fact, when even one of them is lacking, I can sense it immediately in my personal creative process. But we are all different. No doubt your list will look different than mine in some regards. If you don't have a list, I encourage you to find one. Start by implementing some of these habits and give them a two to three week trial period. If they're not helping, that's okay. Just try something different. For example, I know a number of writers who write better late at night rather than first thing in the morning. The goal is to discover which life habits stir up the creative process in your life. Because when you are writing at your best and sharing your life experience with the world, we all benefit. You just listened to the post titled Life Habits to Improve Your Writing by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. And thank you to Joshua. He is a great guy. I actually got to meet him at a personal finance conference that you might have heard us talk about, FinCon. And it was really a pleasure to uh, get to meet and talk to him, especially after reading his work for so many years. Joshua created a nonprofit called The Hope Effect, which is changing orphan care by providing family-based solutions. And his website, Becoming Minimalist, is super popular. It is all about minimalism, inspiring others to pursue their greatest passions by owning fewer possessions. He's also the creator of the app Clutter Free, and you can check that out at clutterfree.com. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, because of all of his uh, minimalism and personal development-related content, he is narrated pretty frequently over on Optimal Living Daily, so definitely check out that show if you haven't done so already. But that's gonna do it for today here on Optimal Startup Daily. I thank you so much for listening and for being a subscriber. Have a great start to your weekend and I will see you back here tomorrow as usual where your optimal life awaits.